1: Today, our topic is motherhood. And I'd like to introduce, can we put our hands up for these three beautiful young ladies that are gonna come up? Come on, Lighthouse, let's give it up for them. Thank you so much for joining me. You may have a seat anywhere you'd like. No pressure at all. <laughs> so thank you, We with us we have um, Ruthie Castro. She is also our student pastor, so let's give it up for Ruthie. <laughs> Come on. Um, we also have a longtime friend of mine. She's very special to Lighthouse, and she is Deanna Hernandez. <laughs> and um, most of you know that um, Pastor Josh's mom is with us. T- also my mother-in-law, Lois Herrera. Thank you all for coming. I feel like this is gonna be an incredible time that we get to pour into you today. And I know that each of us represent a different age demographic. Um, as far as our children go, they're all different ages. So lean in because I believe that they're gonna speak to you and they can sew into you in some way. All right, so let's start by introducing yourselves. If you wanna share you want to a little first? bit more of yeah who yeah. you are. and. Okay. Uh,
2: my name is Ruthie, Ruthie Castro. Um, I am, have been married for 12 years, and I have a six-year-old son named Elijah, who is the heart of our little tribe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Deanna. All right. I'm Deanna that I've just introduced. I'm Deanna. I have been married for 27 years uh, to my husband, Bobby. Um <laughs> and just so you know a little bit about myself and i said i wasn't going to cry but i always do so sorry um i wasn't able to have children for and i was told by doctors i wasn't so for eight years we had no children so we traveled (laughs) Uh, a lot um and god blessed us with uh six children within a seven year span uh, from ages (laughs) 13 14 so, oh my god, 17, 18, 18, and 19. And no, they're not twins. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's four boys and two
4: girls. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Lois Herrera. I have been. Um, married to my wonderful husband here, James Herrera, for 42 years, going on uh, 43 in June. Um, I have beautiful four sons, beautiful sons. I'm very proud of them. My oldest is uh, 41, and I have Pastor Josh, who's 40. Jacob is 38, and my youngest son is 32. And God has gifted me eight wonderful, grandchildren that I love you can ask (laughs) she really does
1: (laughs) awesome well thank you Um, again as you can see we have every age um, of children represented here and I believe that you will all walk away with something so do we call our women here at lighthouse we call them daughters so if you hear me refer to daughters as because we believe that you are a daughter of God And so today, if you hear that word, just know that we're speaking to any women that's represented here. So i love to hear your introductions and your children. I know that you have a lot to share, so I'm going to start again with my friend, Ruth. (laughs) Um, As a a mom of a young child, Ruth, what are you learning in this season? And what are the challenges that you face with having... And what are the challenges of being you know, a young ch- son and you're so busy with a student, ministry and work? Yeah. So tell us how how is your world? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty busy, uh, I, I would have to
2: say uh, um, and it, it is a challenge. Um, one of the things that like, I just I, I read at some point because, you know, when you're going to be a new mom, you read stuff. It's like when you read the most, probably. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not really a big reader, but when I was going to be a mom, I was like, oh, I have no idea what's going to happen. So I need to read something to tell me, <laughs> prepare me or something. Um, but I read that um, a child's inner voice is like your your mom's or and and i and i thought about that and i was like i could i'm a grown woman and i still hear my mom's voice in my head yes um and so then i thought what does my voice sound like in my son's head and i challenged myself at that point to be like okay i feel like my voice is gonna lead him to hear god's voice in his head do you know what i'm saying so like i um I, I really challenged myself to have a voice that reflects God's voice so that, cause there's so many voices that are going to be talking to your kid all over the place. And as they get older, even more. So, um, that's kind of what, what I've challenged myself with to.
1: That's beautiful. And so true. We become their inner voice. That's amazing. Yeah. So, that doesn't come easy though. Like what did it for you that it just clicked on you like I am gonna be my son's voice? Were you reading something you said in particular? Yeah, it I don't even know what it
2: was. It was probably a blog. <laughs> a scholarly a scholarly article. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> check out scholarly articles. <laughs> that's that's or what hit I call Ruthia. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call everything. I even call TMZ. Yeah. Like I'm reading a you scholarly know, article. <laughs> and you
1: know what? Um Thank God for blogs seriously because they're at our at our fingertips. I remember I would rock my kids to sleep and I just, you know, be able to read and stuff. You can't do that with a book and flipping pages, you know. So thank God that you can, um, now, those of you that have young children, that you can read and be with them while in their young years and even us that uh, we sit still sit next to our son to for them to yeah. fall asleep. You know, we're able to at least do some reading, so you all have such an amazing power in like really really at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. So, thank you for that. Now, Deanna, what about you as a mom of teens? What are you learning in this season? And tell us some of the challenges
3: that that await us. (laughs) Lots of patience. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have you know six children and the ranges are very large. So I've been through this for a while, but each kid is so different that you learn how to be with each one of them differently. You know, their discipline, their, their how you talk to them, how do you, you're with each one, it's so different. You know, so just through each challenge, through each victory, it's, you do learn a lot of patience.
1: And I see you're alive and well, so we can I have do to keep it, it together. We, and she has six, so wow, there's hope for hope. those of us that are in yeah. those coming up. A lot of praying. I, I know as I'm peeking in, my son's 11, and I'm getting forewarned by some of the teen moms. Yeah. So it's good to know that there is hope and patience. is give, It's a gift from God if you ask him. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Um, mom, so what are you? You have the oldest kids here, so without telling us too much information about the <laughs> the dirt on them, <laughs> what um, what are you embracing in the season?
4: What are the challenges? Or what are the wins for you now? The wins for me is seeing my sons um, how they formed their own families, how there are um, my sons are leaders in their homes and. Um, Just the way I see my grandchildren, how they're growing up, and especially my lions that are in church all the time, their little hearts are, um, um, they love God, and that is their spirit. Um, Today, we um, came in a little late, and my Judy, he was like, "Um, Grandma, we missed all call. (laughs) And I'm just like oh my <laughs> me <"I'm like, laughs> you know I'm rushing to get here but um i I just I just love how they, um, they they transition so well from my home into their own homes and and building their families and and their foundation is in Christ and that is what you need yeah. for your family and for yeah. your children yes. especially in these times that we are in yeah. with all um, in social media and the government and in telling you and feeding you things. So just be aware, be leaned in, how they yeah, say. Yeah. Be, tune into them, mm-hmm. that's my advice. Thank you. <laughs> and um, what do you love the most in this season? This season, um, I love, I've retired, so I'm really enjoying my um, retired season. I love spending time with my husband and, um, and I love my time. So I really it treasure that. And now I have a new name for my investigations that I like to watch, my husband knows. Now they're <laughs> going to be scholarly investigations. <laughs> I am so excited, <laughs> like scholarly investigations. <laughs> no, but there's really this truly in this season, I just um, love that um, my, my, the time I spent with my husband, that I can now reach out more at church. Um, at Lighthouse in Chula Vista, my husband and I are teaching um, a group world-class marriage and I'm so grateful that I have time, we have time to read and be able to prepare for that.
1: That's so awesome that there's time to sow and and then the time to reap and that you're able to do that and that you have the heart for that because a lot of us can have the time but then there's no heart so the passion shows where you invest your time in. So thank you for sharing that. Now, um, real quick, let's talk again about the challenges, but of today, because you have a young child and 2021 is really crazy. I mean, we're homeschooling hybrid and um, it really shook motherhood last year. We saw a rise in suicide. We saw a rise in mental health. So can you just share what has really helped you with your son during this? Very hard time that we're still living in. Um, coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come early and have more. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, man, it, it has been a challenge to balance the, the roles that you, that you play. Um, but I feel like what's, what's really important is, t- is to be present. It, it's to really be present in in that time, whatever time it is that you're in. Um, because I feel like sometimes I miss um, teaching moments with my son that use like real life, like this is what's happening right now, and so this is like a teaching moment that I need to take advantage of and instill God in that, it, you know. Um, but if I'm not present, I'll, I'll miss it. Wow. And it's it's with anything, right? It's like if I'm on my phone, if I'm I don't know doing whatever, washing the dishes. No, I don't. I hate washing dishes.
1: <laughs> don't lie.
2: <laughs> no, I do wash dishes though. We-
1: <laughs> well, we learned in the mother-daughter brunch. <laughs> That she does not, because she was acting like a cook, and she's like, I can't act like a cook, I don't cook. <laughs> but you I can know. act like a... Wash dishes. Yeah, things. I could I could wash dishes. <laughs> I'm good at that. Okay. Well, thank you. That was valuable information, because it's we are living in a very teachable moment, and it's yeah. okay to say, you know what? It's really hard for me right now. You can look at them in the eyes and say, Mommy's having a hard time right now. And then you'd be surprised at the empathy that you'll receive from even young children and um sometimes god will use them to speak to you but you just gotta open up and Mm -hmm. let them know so very true thank you for that how about um for you diana how is this time tell us oh my gosh six (laughs) children homeschool um hybrid how did this time like really
3: happen for you guys at one of my kids,
1: <laughs>
2: um,
3: it's been challenging. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth; it has been challenging. You know, um, my husband also is a teacher, so he's teaching from home. We already had two children that were um, homeschooling before this. The school shut down, and everything. But um, having everybody homeschool was a challenge. It still is a challenge. But um, you know, you take one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't sweat the small stuff because it gets overwhelming. You know, literally putting it before God. You know yeah. because there's situations that have come who have come mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not yeah. my will it's his will yeah. and we just have to put it at his feet mm-hmm. literally at his feet and say so this true. is yours so i can't bad. i can't mm-hmm. it's too much you know and yeah. i'm just being really real because it gets really hard sometimes and every like i said every one of my children is very different you know so they're learning to identify with themselves and and finding who out, who they are, you know, and I pray that they walk in wisdom, you know, amen. I pray that over them, but you know, they're, they, we live in a society now that we're so influenced by
1: yeah. social
3: media, right. by their friends, and you know, we don't always have control, and sometimes yeah. we have to just, let like God, I said, let,
1: put it right we'll there. God, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. amen, and yeah. you know, God is so good that every new morning is a fresh start yeah, that is given yeah. to you. Yeah. And so if yesterday was a bad day for you as a mom with your family, just know that today right now there is a new day, a new opportunity for God to give you wisdom, for God to give you a fresh start. And it's okay to tell your family, hey, I need a fresh start because yesterday I acted really mean or whatever, but God is God is good and I'm good. I'm gonna give it my best, so give it to God. Thank you for that, because we bear too much weight on our shoulders, and that weight is not ours. We cannot bear it. And also, I wanna say that I think you have an awesome husband, so he's been able to help you, I'm sure.
3: I have the best husband ever, (laughs) let me just tell you. I gave you a plug, Bobby. (laughs) Um, I don't wash dishes. (laughs) And he's, uh, I'm chunky because he cooks so good. It's his (laughs) fault. It is.
1: It is. Thank you. So, Mom, for you, how has it been? You're seeing this from a different vantage point. And you, by the way, she's helped us so much. If you're a grandma here, just know that, oh, my gosh, you are amazing. You are amazing. We honor you. And if you heart for your children, you keep those doors open. Just thank you. Many, many times, Josh and I just needed like a one little evening, you know, like a breather. And we just pick up the phone and the phone call quick text. And she's like, absolutely, <laughs> you know, and and the boys are coming in, like we say, hot, coming in hot. They're wild. <laughs> and she'll just, you know, let them in and, and then let us take a break. So I know that you've seen a different vantage point. And how do you think this time has how do you see your children and their children during this time
4: i pray for them it has to be so daunting at this at, at this time for moms everywhere yeah. and um, i do you know when i see you know the when people or moms talk about homeschooling schooling and this and that and trying to work working from home going and work going to the office i just say lord Please keep these moms strong and protect them and give them strength. Um, it's a season. They are going to go through it mm-hmm. um, and be at my season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love, I just love to be there. I just love to be there because my mom was there for me. I want to be there for, yeah. uh, for for, my sons and my daughters and loves as their are growing yeah that's so awesome and I
1: love that you know a lot I've met a lot of women in women ministry throughout our years of ministry together my husband and I and I find that a lot of women later in life don't really see value in like what am i doing i don't have any children my kids don't want to come visit me um or they're busy you know and so um some of you may have children living far away and so they can't come as often but know that your impact is so great a quick um like just the prayers and the quick um just call or letting the message letting them know like hey i'm here for you i'm praying for you those go a long long way i know that my mom is just a phone call away. And that just brings so much peace to me that know that I can count on her. And I know that's not the story for many, but I know that there is a God who is gonna put someone in your path if you ask him. Yeah. And um, I love that Lois has been that also for nieces and stuff where they're, they're um, just a phone call away. And I believe that God has some godmothers for you today in, in your life. So thank you for that. Now, how has the church come alongside of you, Ruthie, throughout your season of motherhood as we close? Well, the first thing that pops into my head is um, my Mama Bears
2: group, which is a connect group that uh, is led by the wonderful Jessica. Woo! She's in the crowd. She has a little one as well. And um, it's, just, it's just been wonderful to just get together with other moms and, and just talk about it and Pray for each other and be there for each other. Be that support system. Be, do it in community. That's, that's that's like, perfect. It's the yeah.
1: best. Yeah, and I see you guys having fun, too. All the
2: time. Go eat All donuts. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we invite, you know, the papa bears, but only sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, beautiful plug time because we do have amazing connect groups and connect groups are bible study groups that meet throughout the week some of them are very convenient they're a, they're on zoom at eight o'clock for all the busy moms or yeah. all the busy ladies um so i love that through this pandemic we've been able to really learn and adapt with technology. And in the click of a button, you can just be with community and not be alone and not do this alone. And so I love that. We're gonna take that with us out of this pandemic and keep it because sometimes meeting for a connect group has been very challenging, but now thank God that we have technology that could unite us at a click of a button. So if you do not belong to any connect group, I would love for you to go to the welcome um, tent and sign up for one. Our website also shows all the connect groups. We are about to take a summer break, but we will be relaunching, so stay tuned because these connect groups are life, right?
2: Yeah, seriously, they really are. So thank you. How
1: about
3: for you, how has the church come alongside of you in your journey? Also community um, within the church my church friends, my church family, because we all don't go to the same church. We live in different states. My sister, I love my sister. (laughs) Um, My family, just prayers, friends talking about things, individuals that have become confidants that that I can tell them anything. (laughs) And I'm thankful for those people that I'm able to share and be real and not be afraid to tell them stuff, and they're okay to accept it and hear it. Um, But friends, Mm -hmm. friends within the church, godly friends, people that can pray for you, people that can talk to you, people that can stand by your side when you think, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore, or just to have fun and go have a cup of coffee or, you know, go shopping. (laughs) Yeah, and I love
1: that because um, where are all my introverts at? Any introverts? <laughs> I am an introvert, believe it or not. Um, and so it's hard for me to come up to someone and say, hey, I want to hang out with you and like make it happen. So, um, you know, oftentimes we deal with difficult times alone. And I've had to really, really um, learn how to overcome that so that I can reach out to friends and just and just say hey let's hang out it doesn't i don't need to vent but i just need a hang out you know i just need and a, a word or i just need that connection and you can watch god work yeah. because even through just a small conversation you will see god's grace and god's goodness so friends are amazing and if you're an introvert today an introvert is in, encouraging you to go out of your way and just Um, just hang out. You don't have to vent and open up if that's hard for you, but just have that friend in your life. So how about for you, how has um, church come
4: alongside your journey as a mom? I am church grown. So um, this has been my life. Um, I do remember when we were in National City, Um, My boys were little and growing, and they had the niños, and they had the juniors, and and then they had to the junior high class, and I remember their um, teacher, my brother Alex Salcedo, and he would tell the boys, because the boys would come home and say, Mom, he always tells us, you need to have a relationship with God. You need to have a, because he tells us that every Sunday. And look at us now. Isn't that our life? We need to have a relationship with God. And those were the words. Those were the words put in my children's hearts at a young age in a church um, very, what i I wanted to say really um i'll I'll leave it at that (laughs) but it's um i appreciate i appreciate um the the foundation thank you i appreciate the foundation because it has stayed with them and i'm so very grateful i'm great thank you um Thank the teachers, the the L-Kids, yeah, the student student pastors. The student pastors, because you are planting a seed in the children that they're not going to forget.
1: Yeah, where are all my L-Kids dream team? (laughs) L-Kids dream team, can you wave at us? Let's see. All right, where is it? I think they're they're mainly in there, huh? (laughs) Um, Well, if you... Don't know how to sow into your child. Maybe you say, Well, I don't know how to tell them anything. Bring them. Bring them. We have an amazing team that sows seeds into their life. And I know for our little ones, pretty soon we'll be able to take the little ones in as well. And we'll be um, sowing seeds even in the little babies. So if you don't have a word for them, bring them on Wednesdays for the students and even young adults. You heard from our young adult pastors, so um, there's something that we have to pour into them. So so true. So I just want to say thank you so much for your words. I hope that we were able to just bless you in some way and encourage you, moms, today. We want to tell you that we love you very much, and that you're not alone. Today we're linking arms with you, and we're gonna be stronger together. And I believe that these conversations are going to continue in some way. So stay tuned. Thank you. Bless you guys. And now I'd like to introduce my husband, Pastor Josh. Can we all stand to our feet and welcome him today?
0: I think we can do a bigger job of shouting down all of our moms who are here right now. Let's give them a real big round of applause. Thank you. You know what, Junior? I'm not even going to use the pulpit. Because if I you put a pulpit in front of me, I'm going to start preaching. And... You won't, you'll have Mother's Day dinner and not lunch. So, hey, uh, I'm going to pivot a little bit. I, I had a full message ready, but I, I think that if you leaned in, you got some really good wisdom from these ladies. Come on, let's get up to them one more time. There was a lot of wisdom that was shared right now. Go to and be seated. I'm going to just share with you a, a thought, and um, I'll do it in five minutes. I was in my Bible reading just this past week And I was in the book of Ruth. How many of you have read through the book of Ruth? Anybody read through the book of Ruth? It's an incredible book. And um, there's a couple of things that happened in the book of Ruth that I I just want to highlight. And if I had to give this talk a thought, I would call it, don't stop in your sojourn. Don't stop in your sojourn. That word sojourn means to travel. And there was a man named Elimelech and his wife, Ruth, and they had two boys and their wives. And, and because of a famine in the land, they had to sojourn to another part of um, the, the land that they were living at this time. They moved to a city called Moab. And in Moab, um, the husband, Elimelech, he died and his two sons died as well. And so you have this mother, Naomi, who has her two, daughter, two daughters-in-law and it's just the three of them and they're in Moab. And in that time, could you imagine for just a second losing your sons and losing your husband all at the same time, all at the same time? I mean, you, you go from, uh, you're, you're not just a widow, but you're mourning the loss of your children. And, and during that time, there's a couple of things that happened. Well, number one, um, it was in a sojourn and it was a season of loss and, and for all the moms in this room and, and also to the dads, I want you to lean in right now. Just know that in parenting, you are going to sojourn and you're going to go through some seasons Look at your neighbor and tell them it's a season. It's a season. And God doesn't promise to give us a life filled with nothing but joy. As a matter of fact, we're going to go through life and there's going to be some loss. There's going to be some seasons where there's some pain. There's going to be some seasons where we're going to have to deal with grief and we're going to have to deal with anguish. Just yesterday, um, my wife's family, we, we buried an uncle who passed way too early, way too soon, and, and his family is now sojourning through a season. And here's the deal. You're going to get through that season as long as you can, as as long as you make it up in your mind that it's a season and this is not the end. As you heard from some of these moms talk about just a minute ago, it's a season and we're going to get through that season. Yeah. It's a season and it's going to pass. It's a season and we're going to move on through it. Now, what Naomi did in this season though, she did something that I want to encourage you not to do. And I'm going to read it to you. And it's in verse 20 of chapter one of of, of Ruth, she said this, and she said unto them, her family that is reuniting with her after she has lost her husband and her children, she said, call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. What's very important is that in a season of grief and in a season of loss, you don't take on an identity that God didn't give you. She called herself Mara. She said, Mara means bitter. And she said, no, 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 don't call me by my name, Naomi. Naomi means pleasant. She said, call me Mara. She said, call me bitter. She she wasn't able to get through this sojourn in her life. She wasn't able to process the pain. She wasn't able to live through the pain in a way that she, she could rise above it. She couldn't see the sun. All she saw was dark clouds. Have you ever been there before? Have you ever been there before where you felt like, I can't get through this dark stage in my life or I can't allow myself to get through the guilt or I can't allow myself to get past this pain. I can't allow myself to get past this hurt. Just know that you're sojourning. Just know that it's just a season. And if you decide not, to stop. If you make it up in your mind that you're going to make it through to the other side, you're going to see the hand of God in your life. You're going to see the goodness of God in your life. You're going to see the plan of God in your life. But you have to not get stuck. You can't allow yourself to take on an identity that God did not give you. You have a name. You have a purpose and you have a plan. Don't allow the sojourn in your life to become the permanent place. Don't allow it to be a place that God never intended to be your home. Naomi had enough sense. The Bible says she told her daughters, her daughter-in-laws, we've got to leave. And, and why don't you just go back on home with your family? And, and I'm just going to go back home to my family. And she had one daughter, her daughter, Ruth, her daughter-in-law she said, I, I'm not going. I'm not going with you. I'm sorry. She said, I'm not going back home, but I'm going with you. She made it up in her mind that she was going to stay with her mother-in-law. You see, Naomi, what she didn't understand in that moment was though she lost her two sons, she gained a daughter. She gained a daughter. Understand that when God removes things in your life, if you can look past the pain and the hurt, you're going to see him give you something. I see this happen because we know, because there's been so much loss and so much grief where we're seeing new sides of grief. It was just a, a, a month ago now that I coming up on the one year anniversary of the last time I saw my mother. I mean, my grandmother. I know the day. The last time I saw my grandmother was on April 12th. I'll never forget that day because that was God's gift to me because that was the last time I'd ever see her. But. When you look on the other side of grief, in the moment I'm thinking, I didn't, my grandma passed, she passed way too soon, we're, we're mourning the loss of my grandma, but then God reminded me, you know, you saw her when you weren't supposed to see her. I made a way for you to see your grandma one last time, because I knew that I had a plan to take her, and I allowed you to see your grandma one time more time before she went to heaven you see you got to be able to look above the pain and the grief and see the hand of God and I saw that that was a gift that God gave me and I saw that that was God's way of shining on my life and Naomi to Ruth was God's goodness in her life now let me fast forward to the end and I'm going to close with this if you know the story of Ruth eventually Ruth meets a man by the name of Boaz and the two of them get married and they have a son together that son would become the grandfather of King David. It's a beautiful story. But but in that moment, remember, Naomi said, call, call me Mara. Just I'm bitter. I'm just upset. It's just, I'm going to change my name. I'm going to change my identity. But I, I, I love what we read here in chapter 4. She was in her feelings for a little while, but you can't get stuck in your feelings. Look at your neighbor and tell him, don't get stuck in your feelings now. Don't get stuck in your feelings now. Okay. This is what the women said to Naomi. Remember, at first she said, "Call me bitter." Years down the road, she have a grandson. Listen to what the women said, and the women said unto Naomi, "Blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which thy loveth, which loveth thee, which loveth thee, listen now." which is better to thee than seven sons has borne you a grandson. She said, your daughter, your daughter, she's been better to you than seven sons. You had two, you lost them, God took them. But if you can see above the pain and see past the hurt, you'll see that you gained a daughter that was better to you than seven sons. And here's the part that I love right here. And Naomi took the child, not Mara, not the name she called herself, Naomi, the identity that God gave her. Not the one she tried to give herself. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became a nurse unto it. You see, in that moment, Naomi, she lost her husband. She lost her sons. She gained a daughter. She got through this really dark period in her life. And when it was all said and done, she got a beautiful grandson at the end of the day. And she didn't just have a grandson. The Bible says that she took that grandson and she nursed that grandson. God was good to her. God restored life to her. So to every parent in the room, let me just tell you this. Don't stop at the sojourn, okay? If you're going through something right now and it feels heavy, don't stop there. If you're going through something right now and it feels like the marriage is shaky, don't stop there. If it feels like you're dealing with pain, anguish, hurt, drama, don't stop there, We've lived through something that we haven't had to go through as a world in a hundred years, right? The last time we went through a pandemic of this nature, it was a hundred years ago. I know it kind of feels like you unluckily won the lotto or something like, really? My, I didn't want this. It's a lot that's come at you. It's a lot that you've had to carry. There's a lot that you've had to deal with. My word to you today is don't take on an identity that God didn't give you. Don't allow this season to spoil the purpose that God has put on the inside of you. Don't allow this season to give you an identity that is opposite of God's plans and God's purpose for your life. You're going to make it through. And when you do, you're going to see the goodness of God in your life. Amen. Come on, let's clap our hands. Let's stand up on our feet. I want to pray.